Hello there, guys, and welcome back to the Powerful Performer podcast. This podcast is for individuals in the entertainment industry who are looking to build a blockbuster body, looking to land unforgettable roles and essentially live life on their terms instead of terms controlling them. I want to educate you, inspire you, motivate you to really take a hold of your health and fitness so you can essentially do whatever you want to do in life. And I think the training that I'm about to talk about today is particularly important for so many people. And we're going to be talking about health and your relationship with with food. Time and time again, I've had eating disorders, negative eating habits when I was at drama school, when I was um, leaving drama school. Um, and that was simply around the education at the time around food and there's a pros and cons we've got so much knowledge at the moment it can get confusing but we've also got so much knowledge and so many tests and um, evidence-based practitioners doing stuff doing studies that that we really know what works now and I want to give you some of those um, nuggets those educational tips that have quite essentially quite essentially changed my life and and you know hundreds and hundreds of actors around the world that, that I've worked with. So um, what is your relationship like with food? I just want you to pause me for a minute and just ask that question. A lot of people don't know that they've got a negative relationship with with food. Like, Are you obsessing about food? Do you feel that you get obsessive about it? Do you feel guilty when you have something like a, a brownie or or a beer? Um, do you do you not know what what is? Um, healthy do you do you know what your um your your breakfast looks like to be optimal do you know what your lunch looks like do you know what your dinner looks like so what is so is your relationship with food good at the moment and what would you say a relationship with food is so why is there a need for this training because so many people that i speak to um are, are scared of nutrition they're scared of that word calorie deficit they don't know what that um calorie surplus really really does they think oh if it just fits your macros then then you can have it but in terms of health in terms of longevity in terms of adding years to your life creating energy creating clarity focus in your days in your weeks which goes towards your your career your personal life your family life there that's why there's there's a need to it and there's so much research done now on exercise and healthy clean eating however you want to to frame that which can be so useful for many of these um uh illness and issues that that are, that are coming out with people so problem people are unaware of their relationship with with food they think it's absolutely fine but they're you know they're, they're swigging sodas they're having far too much deep fried food they're they're sprinkling salts oil sugars and everything they eat out um far too much and they're unaware really of what their energy and their their, their focus is their lifestyle makes it difficult to eat healthy problem number two you might be on a film set you might be on a, a cruise ship you might be um, going service station to service station, meeting to meeting, and and that's causing you to not eat, um, eat, eat healthy. You can fall into extremist ways, like extremist methods when trying to transform your body, like no carbs, um, I'm now fasting, I'm cutting out alcohol, I'm on a, a no sugar diet, I'm on a honey and lemon diet, I'm on a juice cleanser. All of these extremist ways of thinking can make you feel, can make you think and act in a black and white um, mentality. And, you know, studies and studies have shown that that just isn't an approach if you want to change your habits, um, your body, your, your energy 
you your confidence for forever. Uh, four, it can impact the quality of our life rather than improving it. So we're trying to be really, really healthy. We're having all of our kombuchas and our uh, Alaskan salmon and our grass-fed cows and all of that. But actually, it's it's complicating our life. It's not really improving it. Um, so again, I want to give you the education of like actually to how to improve your life and ignore, debunk all of the, the bullshit out there. Five, there isn't a supportive space and a strategy for you to build a positive relationship with food. And again, just to talk about the Powerful Performer Program, the community within that, it's really important that you can build and create your own community of like-minded people, which help you. There's some solid evidence-based nutrition in there. And there's also a supportive atmosphere. If you go into a, a room, you're like, I don't want to eat that at the moment. I'm on my thing. It's really important that people respect that instead of just, just disregard it and go, well, you don't need to look a certain way. You don't need to, to feel a certain way because that makes them feel better. So, you know, another big problem, there isn't a supportive space and strategy to build a positive relationship with food. There's a phrase that really, really changed the game for me. And I want you to write this down and remember it. Genetics load the gun, environment shoots it, which means that you can have genetics of, of being uh, overweight or you can have the genetics of being super athletic and muscular. The thing that will load the gun, the thing that will make that happen is your environment. You could get someone who has the genetics of being um, obese. Let's say, let's go down that aggressive, um, drastic route. They don't leave home. They, they live at home um, for many of those years. That's going to be the trigger to why they um, are starting with these unhealthy habits. You could have that same person which has the genetics to be to be obese, to carry a lot of body fat, which is just their genetics, but then they could move away. They could live on their own they could go to university they could meet um, a partner and their their environment changes so do their habits so do their health so does their body composition energy and confidence so that really changed the game for me genetics load the gun environment um, shoots it so remember that one what is needed to build a positive relationship with food we're going to do this podcast in three parts and i just want to go for the the first principle so the relationship with the, the self okay so if you've not got a good relationship with food you um, or yourself you might use food um and unhealthy habits to to soothe yourself a uh, relationship with your coach um, if you have a coach or the person that you go to um, the gym with, you might feel so much pressure from your coach or for your training buddy that that's the reason why you're kind of falling into these extremist methods. Um, the relationship with the coaching process or the relationship with your um, your training program that you're doing at the moment, that could it, it cannot be suited to your lifestyle, which it could be the reason why, again, you're taking these extremist approaches and you're dipping with motivation. You're going, I'm going to be really, really good for, for two months and then you fall off the bandwagon. One of those reasons could be the relationship with the gym, the relationship with the, the coaching process and the program um, it's itself. So what needs to be, be worked on? And that's the question that I want to ask you right now if you've got an unhealthy relationship with food if you think that it could be better and a good way of going like that is how is your relationship with food out of 10 give it a mark out of 10 i would say if it's seven or below then there is some work to do seven is probably like you know hit and miss maybe a little bit bingy at the weekends or you, you binge once a month and then eight nine ten is is pretty solid and you've got some great frameworks to to work off there so principle number one you've got to set up the foundation for a healthy relationship to a kick to occur how can you do that you want to be going for food quantity and frequency like there's no use just going i'm going to have one meal and it's going to be at 
at, at dinner tonight. I'm going to have a, a little liquid fuel protein shake and I'm just going to have one um, uh, meal for, for my dinner. You actually want to be going for like the quantity of food and the quality of food which we talk about and then the frequency. The biggest secret to a diet is you feeling full whilst beating that calorie deficit. If you can get that to happen by having lots of fruit, lots of vegetables, lots of whole grains, lots of lean proteins and have like little of those meals and, and often you're going to feel very, very full. You're going to have a consistent amount of energy. You're going to allow the, the muscle building process, the recovery to take place and you're just going to feel so much better. So principle number one, food quantity and frequency is really, really important. Um, number two, how you're going to get this um, setting up a healthy relationship to occur. Food environment. What is your what is your kitchen looking like? What are the types of service stations you're going to? Is there really great um, options there? So a food a food environment that inspires you is 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 really important. If you're sharing a kitchen with with other people who are eating how you don't want to eat, and then they're cooking for you, it can it can be a real um, it can be a, a, a real issue. Language around food. This is huge the whole thing about like good and bad foods healthy and, and unhealthy relationships with foods remember this another nugget from me there's no such things as unhealthy foods there's only unhealthy diets okay so if you have a brownie it doesn't matter you don't need to feel guilty if you have a beer that's not unhealthy it's if you consistently have a beer every single night and that creeps into your diet that becomes the the 5 p.m beer every single day diet for instance that would what you would deem as an unhealthy diet so be careful how you use language around food i don't even like using i know you used it before but i don't even like using this clean eating language because that means if you're not clean eating what what are you doing you want to create that sustainable diet that makes you feel good but you can be a bit flexible you can be social you can enjoy a sweet treat um every now and then i used to think because i ate a brownie because i had a beer I, I would put on body fat, I, I would lose um, how lean I was, I would lose my muscle definition. So really watch your language around food and try and use positive, um, whole encompassing language. And the next one is, is your intentions with food. Like why are you eating that food? Why are you eating that banana? Why are you having those couple of beers? Why are you having that pizza? Why are you having that salad? Like you want to use food to fuel your life, to fuel your gym sessions, to fuel your performance on stage or on screen or, or for rehearsals. And if you get more intentional with your food, and that comes with really finding out your why, your mission, how do you want to live five, ten years um, down the line, then your your health, your eating, your training will have real purpose. But simply asking that question before you eat, what's my intention for cooking? in this food why i'm eating this blueberry this raspberry is it because i know it's got antioxidants in it is it because i know it's fairly low in sugar but i want to get those um vitamins in I, it also adds to the taste of these oats or this um protein shake so be really really intentional um with uh with food energy sleep stress emotional and expectation management is also going to be a key factor to you really building that healthy relationship with with food so like if your energy is depleted on like an emotional level a physical level a mental level a spiritual level which is more like your your zest for, for life if you if you're bored it's probably because your spiritual energy is really really low that can be another trigger for you to fall into unhealthy habits with with food to really look at your your energy and if you need a 
a, a sheet on on what the different energy types are reach out to me on instagram and i can send that over because they, remember these four different types of energy and you want all those to be to be optimal and if they're not that could be one of the reasons why you're falling into unhealthy habits sleep if you're not getting at least at least six hours sleep a night you're seriously seriously impacting um what you eat like i would say it's impossible to stick to a diet when you're hungover and the reason why i talk about alcohol after two drinks your sleep seriously takes a takes a hit and studies have shown if you're sleeping for less than seven hours your hunger hormone is at its absolute highest and your satiety hormone is at its absolute lowest so your ability to feel full is at an all-time low so it's almost like when you've not slept well you can't feel full which is why sleep is um so important i sleep's that important to me i even hired a sleep coach um two years ago because my sleep wasn't wasn't optimal so your emotion, what's your emotion like around yourself, around your family, around your friends, around your job? Um, if it's taken a dip, that also could be a reason why you're falling into unhealthy habits with, with food. Your expectational management, like what do you expect to happen? You want to diet and you're like, I've not lost two kilograms in a week and then get triggered and then reach for for the tray of Krispy Kremes. You've got to make something really accessible and really doable for yourself. If you can't manage three gym sessions a week what is manageable is two sessions manageable is is five minutes a day four times a week more manageable because then you've created that base layer and you can start to implement and build those habits on top of each other so actually look at your expectations of what you're getting out of your fitness out of your jobs and maybe you just need to bring that bar down make them a little bit more accessible because the small wins add up to the big wins if you just keep going for those big wins and they're happening you're just absolutely smashing your self-esteem and, and self-confidence okay so bring that bar down and make those expectations manageable it might just be for 30 days straight you want to have one piece of fruit and veg a day and if that's good for you and that's what your expectation is that's a huge win so a lot of people can just see see others on social media and go i'm not there I feel crap uh, and the only way is actually to compare yourself to, to yourself and part of that is just bringing your expectations down a bit and managing um, your, your expectations. So just to go through those again, we're going to go through one principle at a time because I really want you to work on them, make notes and just see how you can integrate it into your week. So if you want to set up the foundations for a healthy relationship to occur, you must look at food quantity and frequency you must look at your food environment you must look at your language around food and you also must look at your intentions with food why are you eating that you also must need to look at your energy your sleep your stress your emotional and your expectations and and how you manage that and if you do that you're really priming the that the soil the environment for a real healthy relationship to to occur so we're going to be back next week with principle number two on how to build a healthy relationship with food in the meantime if you've got any questions around that don't hesitate to reach out much love